Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Happy New Year from Ryan Michaels, and I'm here with my boy, Chip Tiernan. What to do? Happy New Year 2022. We out here. You know, we haven't recorded since the Christmas holiday, but we did get a present yesterday, a late one. We did. Santa was hanging around, and he dropped something under my tree, which I've neglected to put away. Same. And it was a playoff berth. Indeed. We have drugged this team (laughs) the entire season. I believe – listen, as much – okay, I want to say this first before we get into it because I have to mention it. No matter how you put it, Nick Sirianni should have been made fun of for that flower speech. Am I wrong? That is correct. Okay, like even if he was right, it was still ridiculous, right? Yeah, that's on that's on Howie level of stupid. Okay, yeah, like it, it could have been – I mean it made sense looking back on it. But like I, I'm not crazy because everyone else was also thinking the same thing that I was, right? Yeah, we were all thinking it. Okay, cool. Now that being said – I think the only thing that we really said was they should be running the ball more. Uh, We were part of the bully crew for that. Literally, I'm pretty sure the entire city of Philadelphia bullied Nick Sirianni into running the ball, and here we are. You know, I do want to say we did – we did – we gave Jonathan Gannon a swirly every single week. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's the only really crazy criticism we got that we gave him, though. Yeah, I think after the Dallas game, we really let him have it. Um, well, that what you wear a beat Dallas shirt and then you get yourself destroyed like that. <laughs> and then you know, I mean, Kansas City, I guess, but it's Kansas City. I mean, what are you gonna do? There's um, nothing you can do about that, you know. Like, what are you supposed to do? Look, I, I think I think looking back on this season, really two games stand out for me. The first one being the, the 49ers game. Should have won that, that one. one. That was one we, we should have won. And then really, to me, the only other one was, was was the recent Giants, the first Giants game where we lost 13-7, to where Jalen Hurts just played really, really poorly. You know, I'd like to piggyback off of that, and I'd say there's one more game that they actually should have won, and it was against the Chargers. They should have beat the Chargers. I think yeah, the Chargers game it was it was mostly on the defense. I think the the, the uh, defense let Justin Herbert run down the field right. on the last drive. There was look they had to, they had to stop him there. You're right, it, yeah, but that like the thing is the whole they couldn't stop him the whole game. So like you know I mean the Eagles offense put up a really good fight. You know they were kind of they kind of stayed with them the whole game, uh, but that was just the defense. Um, that just couldn't stop the Chargers and Austin Eckler and, you know, Herbert and all that. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, those, those two, to me, the first two, and then maybe even the Chargers one too, um, were, were three of those games where they could have gone either way. Well, I mean, look, the Eagles clinched a playoff spot. And as like, soon as they did, every single person on the team has COVID. Yeah, yeah, 12 players got put on the COVID list. Um, yeah, the team, their wives, their dogs, their yeah. cats, 
They're yeah. hamsters. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their great grandchildren will be born with COVID at this point sure. because sure. that's how quickly it's spreading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, among them, some of them being Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox got put on there, Devontae Maddox got put on there, uh, among others. So, you know, thus proving my point that FedEx Field is a dump. Yeah, thankfully it's happening now. You know, so we already clinched the playoff berth. We're good. You know, we're already in. So I'd rather have it happen now than, you know, next week. You know what I'm saying? So, um, does anything good happen at FedEx Field? No, nothing. Nothing, literally. For um, anyone, actually. Jalen Hurts almost died. So Yeah, Jalen Hurts almost got murdered. <laughs> uh, uh, he's going to be – I mean, Dan Snyder's going to be sued into oblivion, I'd hope, right? We'll see, man. Allegedly. 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 Uh, we'll see. I mean – I mean, allegedly, it was pretty neglectful to have a railing that fans lean over. Uh, give way. Much ready to collapse. I mean, yeah. allegedly, you know, people are alleging that that is neglectful. Well, it is. It's not allegedly anything. It just just is, you know. Now, uh, it it allegedly could be Dan Snyder's fault. Well, yeah, that's more. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to. I don't know. I actually just hopped on the make fun of Dan Snyder train because it's funny. Yeah, but we're all we're all on that. So yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, after the whole that email is, thing, that's the list like, of problems that Dan Snyder has gone through in the last like three years. So, <clears throat> all right, well let's let's talk about the whole game in the in the main show. Um, the Sixers, COVID protocols will never leave us be, will they? Never, never. Uh, Matisse Thybul is in it again. Yeah, yeah. That that one hurts. That one hurts. Didn't he just have it? Just had it. Yeah, like he just had it. I don't know what's going on right now. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Tyrese Max, you just got the team fully vaxxed. I have no idea. I have no idea. But Tyrese Max, you just got put back on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's weird. It's really weird. I mean, this 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 team just can't escape the the COVID bug right now. <sighs> well, at least we got the fly. I wait. No. Um, no. Yeah, I haven't watched. I I can't say I've watched a single game. This is the first season in a number of years that I just haven't been paying attention to the Flyers. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I don't even think they're doing that bad. I I just honestly I. You know, I was excited in the beginning of the year because I think they started off so well, but then they fell down a literal cliff. I think they lost like ten in a row at, at one point. Um, you know, but see, I haven't of, watched. I've watched so little, being zero of the Flyers this year. They're just so boring, man. I can't. But like, I can't even comment. I, I don't so, feel right commenting. I, I listen. My dad. You know, shout out to my dad. You know, he he does watch the Flyers from time to time as well. I I do sometimes, not as much as him though. But they're just so boring, man. I mean, you know, it, it's really been like that since the hacks all years. Um, it really has. I mean, that the last know, time the team had a toughness to them and they were exciting to watch. Yeah. For me, it was under the Peter Laviolette years. Um, They've gone through head coach after head coach after head coach, and same thing. Nothing's changed. Um, it's not 
the Flyers hockey that you know we're used to in the city. Uh, I think there there are a few guys that have that attitude that can play in Philly. Kevin Hayes being an example of that. He's you know more outspoken. Uh, but I don't know. I want to get back in. I just it's hard. I can't right now. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's you know we. I mean we just. They just fired Lane Vigneault, you know, so just there's not much going on right now with the Flyers that we can. Yeah, I mean, and Lane Vigneault gets fired and then they're like, oh, hey, Mike, yo, you're the assistant. You're the uh, interim. And what that means is, oh, Mike, yo, you want to be the coach for the next like two years until we fire you? Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, probably what's going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to talk Eagles for once. Yeah, for I mean, good, you know, good things. Yeah, I mean, the MLB's still locked out, so. Yeah, they are. Um, it's the new year. Um, I'll I'll tell you what, the new variant that dropped is f f fire, dude. Mm. <laughs> Go, gonna win, probably variant of the decade, if I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. It sure is spreading like wildfire. Man, it is going to hit number one on the Billboard Virus 100. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Love it. I hate myself. I hate myself more. I doubt it. But I don't. we do have the Eagles playoffs coming up. And I got nothing left to say. What you say, Chippy? Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. All right, let's get in the huddle. And talk some playoff bound birds, baby. Go birds, baby. Let's go. We hit baby. Let's go. Birds. We are in the playoffs. Who? Okay. Can I ask you a question? Go birds. In September, if I told you that the Eagles were making the playoffs, what would you have done? Go birds. Go birds. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be truthful here. Talk to me. The Eagles beat the Falcons. Yeah. I said, okay, maybe mm-hmm. they'll be 500. Mm-hmm. And then they lost. Yeah. And then they lost. Right. And then they won. Then they won. But then then they, lost. they lost. They lost three more times after that. Then they lost. Yeah. I thought that, okay, and, you know, I do want to go back to the books. I checked. I said that the Eagles will finish most likely either nine and eight or eight and nine. Okay. I said I hope for nine and eight. And if they do, I, I did say this. I looked it up. Okay. If they do go nine and eight, they'll make the playoffs. Wow. So. So are you saying we're going to lose to Dallas? Yes, I am. Okay. 
Well, I mean, do yeah, I care for teams with the COVID list? So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, but do I care? No, I mean, we don't care. We're in. So who cares? Yeah. I mean, uh, we're, we're one of the later seeds, so yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah. really matter at this point. We're going to be having a way battle the entire time. Right. So we're most likely playing Tampa Bay. Uh, but it's not official yet. We could still play either. We're most likely playing Los Angeles at the current no, moment. No, right now it's Tampa Bay. Is it really? Yeah. Will we have so, to beat Dallas to get the Rams? The most likely scenario for us right now would be Tampa Bay. But we still have a chance to play the Rams. We still have a chance to play the Cardinals or the Cowboys. Uh, but the most likely, I think like 55% right now is Tampa Bay. Um, which I think, and then second would be the Rams. So if we win, I think we would play, well, it would depend on like how every, how everybody else does. Like if everybody wins, which is not possible because we, we play Dallas. So if we beat Dallas, yeah, I don't know how it would work. We're probably going to lose to Dallas is what I'm, is what I'm saying. So we're probably playing Tampa Bay. I mean, I thought that they were going to go up against the Rams at the current moment. I, I didn't think it was Tampa. Like, so if San Francisco wins, then we're the seventh seed. If they lose, then we're the sixth seed. Because San Francisco beat us earlier in the season. So if we both go, like, let's say, uh, 10 and 7, then San Francisco gets the higher seed than us because they beat us. But if they lose and we win, then we have the higher seat. Also, if San Francisco loses and New Orleans wins, then New Orleans jumps, uh, leaps the 49ers and the Saints are in. Hmm. So we have a chance to be, I think we have a chance to be as high as the five. No, no, that was before. We, we can only be a second to seventh seed, I believe. So we'll see this weekend with half of our team most likely out. So we're probably going to lose. I mean, damn. I mean, Dallas might might not start their starters either because I don't because th- they lost to the Cardinals. So I don't think they can get the number one seed. And what else would they be playing for? So, um, yeah, it might just be a backup game between the Eagles and Cowboys. So. Hmm. We may get to see Minshew Mania versus uh, Cooper Rush in that game. Well, listen, let me tell you. I have a story for you. All right. This team this year. Yeah. This is a tale of regret. Mm. Every single week, I've sat at this computer chair at this desk, and I have been the most negative Nancy. Actually, no, that's a lie. I'm not the most negative Nancy. That's most people on sports radio. Yeah. Especially I'm, actually, I'm actually pretty normal. I kind of just yeah. don't let things phase me at this point. Yeah, we're pretty tame compared to most – not most, but a lot of Philadelphia sports, like radio and media in general. But, I mean, sometimes, man, it just boils over. Well, 
what, what going two and five to start the season, you know, you kind of just throw the towel in. Yeah. I mean, and then everyone's like, Oh, you're, you're not a real football fan. It's like, dude, shut up. up. You know, like that was, you know, it's just, that's unheard of. No, it's, it's not, it's not that it's just, you know, the, the head coach didn't seem like he knew what he was doing. Right. And he made a buffoon out of himself in his first press conference. Yeah. My trust in Howie Roseman was and still is 0%. And, you know, like, there's been a lot of people, like, how do I put it, uh, brown-nosing Howie because he made the playoffs this year. Let me tell you something. I would not trust that weasel with anything of mine. Yeah, I mean. Let me tell you what's going to happen in the first three, uh, the fir- three first picks. <laughs> They're not going to be here. They're going to be traded mm. for an aging quarterback. Now, I think now, you know, the fact that we're in the playoffs, I think, you know, Jalen Hurts is the guy, you know. I di- See, I disagree with you on that. And no, no, no. And before you go off on me, I agree with you. I think Jalen Hurts should still be given the opportunity to prove that he's the guy. He has made a lot of mistakes this year, and I can't just yeah. forgive all the mistakes because oh, he yes. made the playoffs. Oh, yes, yes. I, you know, and you're right. I do. I do agree with you on that. Um, I think he's the guy next year as well, for sure. Yeah, and it, let me let me put this out there too. It sure as hell isn't Gardner Minshew. He's a great backup, but no, no. he's a, yeah, he's a fine. He, he's a really good backup. You know, if you know, one of the best in the NFL in terms of backups. Um, but for sure, this is Jalen Hurts' team right now. And, I also and, have to say too, I'm like. There are too many people who were always Jalen Hurts haters. For sure. I don't I don't sure. get it. I yeah, like I, I, I have hated on him because he made yeah. some really dumb passes in the Giants game, the first one. Yeah. That was the game where I was almost fed up with him. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I was definitely on on the edge as well. I mean, me you know, me and you were talking about it a bunch. Um he just yeah, he had a really bad game that week. But and and going back, you know, th- there was a lot of mistakes this year. There there is stuff that he needs to clean up. But I think he can, man. I know, you know, we talk about his work ethic. We talk about, you know, um, you know, his presence with the media just being. I mean, he just gets it. You know what I mean? And so I think those things can be addressed. I think they will be addressed as best as he can. And I think this offseason will be huge for him knowing that he's still the guy going into next year as well, regardless of what happens in the playoffs this year. I think that they should utilize these picks. Oh, for sure. For their defense. I don't think they should trade them. No, no, no. I agree. I mean, I, and and again, I think, you know, getting into the playoffs is so huge for this team because there was a question mark at quarterback. And now, we're starting to get those answers now. So I think this year, you know, with all the factors, you know, we made the playoffs. The quarterback class this year is not good. We have other holes, you know, Jalen hurts should be the guy next year. He will be the guy next year. And I think we've got to take advantage of these first three picks that we have and fill other needs. Cause you know, despite us making the playoffs, we still do have a lot of holes. Now, I, I do want to talk, and this is going to be primarily an Eagles podcast. Yeah. They just made the playoffs. Sorry if you're sad about that. Yeah. And if you are, what's wrong with you? 
<laughs> Keep listening, but what's wrong with you? Right. Um. So, on top of Jalen Hurts and us ragging on him a little bit, we never once said that he doesn't. It, this isn't his team next year, too. Yeah. You know, you need to give him next year regardless. Now, one person we did rag on a little bit was Nick Sirianni, mm. mostly for the stupid the stupidity of his press conferences and never running the ball. Yeah. Do you think that he was actually bullied by the city of Philadelphia to run the ball? <laughs> I I mean, you know, I think it had to have a part of it. It, it. Well, for sure, for sure, but I don't think he I don't think bullied's the right word. I think the fact that so many people were literally just pleading him to to run the ball, I think he definitely took it into consideration be like, you know, maybe you know, if everyone is saying it, then maybe we should. And then he probably came up with the game plan. You know, he came up with the the game plan accordingly, and and they they started to run the ball more. So I, I don't think bully is the right word. I think he just took everyone's opinion into account and was like, huh, maybe this maybe this will work. They tried it out. It worked. They kept doing it. It continued to work. And he's like, you know what? Why why change what what's working? So. Um, I think definitely the fans had an impact on it. I don't think he was, I don't think bullied's the right word though. You know, I, I think that one thing that evolved over time to, I remember last year when Doug Peterson was still coaching and the front office told him to pass the ball more when he yeah. was effectively running it. Do you think that Nick Sirianni might have just stood up and been like, this offense isn't going to work if we keep doing that? Because early in the season, when we were two and five, yeah, Jalen Hurts was throwing 45 times. Yeah, definitely. I think, well, you know what I was going to say, I think I'm glad we actually have a coach that is willing to listen to, to other people. You know, I'm glad that he's not just the yes, yes end guy. You know, like if, if Howie Roseman comes up and says we should pass more, Nick Sirianni's like, yes, sir. He's like, no, why would we do that when we're the running the ball is clearly working? Why would we change it? We could still pass the ball during games, but our first, you know, we should be a run first team, no doubt. Um, so definitely I think Nick Sirianni, I mean, either Howie Roseman didn't say anything, was like, yo, you know, we should run the ball, and they were on the same page. Or if Howie did say that, he's an idiot for but we already know that. And Nick Sirianni was like, no, why would we do that? We're, we're winning. So, you know, I'm glad we actually have a coach who's willing to listen to others. Especially the fans, because fans are, you know, the fans are a huge part of this team. Now, going back to coaches, too, I think you have to somehow find a way to retain Jeff Stoutland. Yeah, for, for sure. like 100 years. Yeah, you know, give him what he wants, man, literally. Just get, whatever he asks for, just give it to him. You know, if he wants, if he wants a Lambo, give it to him. If he wants a, you know, a house, a mansion, you know, you bet you give this man what it, what he needs because this man is a miracle worker. I mean, you know, I, I know this is, you know, kind of like said a lot, but like you take a guy who never played football in his life was a rugby player 
Now, he was a great athlete, and he's a mammoth of a man. But you take a guy who's never played a snap of football in his life, and you're turning him into a potential Pro Bowl left tackle. Now, he's not a Pro Bowl this year, but he should Like, he could he could have been. He got snubbed, but... So did Lane Johnson. But that's my point. Like, you're taking a guy, like, he played rugby in Australia. You draft him in the seventh round. You know, it did take him a couple years. Don't get me wrong. But you took a guy, and now he's you're starting left tackle for a playoff team. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, you have, and not just him yet, you know, have you have guys like Jack Driscoll who's come in and played well. You have Nate Herbig who's went undrafted has played well for them. I mean, it's, I mean, whatever Jeff is doing, man, you better, if the Eagles don't retain him for the rest of his life, they did something wrong. I agree. And I want to rotate to the final coach I want to talk about, which I think might be the most interesting topic. Everyone in the city wanted Jonathan Gannon fired after week six or seven. Yeah. What happened? So I I want your evaluation of it because the defense obviously has been playing differently. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I think there's still flaws in his defense. I really do. I think he needs to, um, I just think he needs to bring more pressure, like send more blitzes. Um, cause the Eagles in general don't get enough pressure. I think they're one of the worst teams in terms of sacks. Um, so they need to do better in terms of getting pressure. But I will say the secondary has played really well. You know, Derry Slay has had a Pro Bowl season, obviously. You know, the addition of Steve Nelson, Steven Nelson has helped tremendously. Avante Maddox has been tremendous in the slot. He honestly could have made the Pro Bowl, too. Um, and then on the back end, you know, Anthony Harris didn't have a great start to the season. I think he's played better recently. Uh, Rodney McLeod coming back from the ACL injury last year has played, has played well. So I think, I think the biggest difference is the secondary, man. I mean, you know, we, the, the secondary has been the Eagles weakness for how many years now? And now you have two guys on the end in Slay and Nelson who are, you know, that, that's, that just tells you what, what team, what your defense can do with competent cornerbacks. You know, we haven't had that in, you know, however many years now. So, you know, we've had Jalen Mills out there and we've had, you know, Rasul Douglas who, you know, I, I know has played well for Green Bay, but, um, you know, we've had, you know, we've had Ronald Darby who's burnt toast. Um, I mean, speaking of burnt toast, Jalen Mills, but I already said him. So, so that's just, I mean, that's just, that just goes to show what a defense can do when they have a good secondary. So, when they were letting up all those short plays early on in the season, I mean, we're still seeing some short plays given up, but we're not yeah. seeing like the same intensity as that one Dallas game. Yeah. Uh, they're not letting up the run as easily. Um, the short they're plays are more difficult for opposing teams to make. Yeah. Their run defense has gotten a little, uh, a lot better. Um, like you said, in like early in the season, they just, they could not stop the run for whatever reason. Um, they're still not great in terms of the run game, but they definitely have gotten better. But overall, this whole season, the secondary has been great. You know, I, I think the biggest thing, and you mentioned it, 
is having a guy like Steven Nelson come in to lock up yep. the other side. Exactly. He's played pretty solidly all year. I mean, you can nitpick and say like, oh, you know, there, there was a lot of plays where he wasn't great. But yeah, as the season's progressed, I mean, I've seen improvement. Um, Avante Maddox moving back, excuse me, to more of a natural position for him. You see yep. how well he can play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that that's that might that it's probably one of the biggest things they did was was moving him back to to the nickel. I mean, that's just I mean, it's a perfect fit. I mean, he's a great tackler. You know, he's not that big of a guy. He's only five nine, so you know, nickel's the perfect spot spot for him. Um, and like I said, he actually is a pretty decent tackler for how small he is. So, um, you know, moving him back was just a perfect perfect fit for him, and he's played really really well. So uh, one more player on the defense that I wanted to mention, um, Alex Singleton. Yeah. He's been a little bit better, honestly. Yeah, he has. I mean, his coverage is is still not great. I mean, he's a good tackler, but, you know, if you're a linebacker, you should be a good tackler. So, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he has played better a little bit. Um, TJ Edwards has actually played played a lot better, too. Um, so both, you know, both linebackers have played, have played better. Um, but I'm still not a huge fan of Singleton. Um, you know, you can keep him around, but I think you just need a, a, a better overall player than him. Um, but he has played better. I will give him props. So I, I want to shift over to the offense one more time. Uh, Jordan Howard coming back from the stinger. He didn't he, he still played well, but he didn't look like a fully healthy Jordan Howard last yeah. game. Um, why didn't we see more of Kenneth Gainwell? Yeah, it's a good question, man. I think, you know, um, I'm not sure, really. I think I think they view him more of as a pass catcher. I don't think they view him really as a between-the-tackles running back. Um, I'm sure he could do it. I just think they value him more as, you know, more of a change-the-pace back. Um, I, I think that's why, you know, you saw Boston Scott get a lot of the in-between-the-tackle carries, you know, which is usually what Jordan Howard gets. Because uh, I don't think Jordan Howard was 100%. Um, so that's why you saw Boston Scott out there most of the time. But um, I don't know. I think they just I think they just view him as more of a pass catcher, and um, th- they'll give the duties of you know running the ball between the tackles to somebody else, um, which is fine. But um, I would like to see him you know out there a little bit more. I think he deserves it. I think he's played well, um, and I think you should give him, you, you could give him the chance to to be. Uh, that kind of running back that you know, the typical between the tackles running back. Is there anything else that you'd like to cover before we start previewing the Cowboys matchup with nobody <laughs> available? Um, not much. I mean, I think, you know, we, we mentioned the offensive line. Um, you know, we didn't mention Landon Dickerson, who's, who's played a lot better. Um, Landon Dickerson started off the year not so great, but then he's now he's like he's playing really well now. Um, so you know, thank God. Um, so you, you know you had that left side now. You have Mylotta and Dickerson. You know two young guys who could be staples there for you know ten plus years, which is really which is awesome. Um, you have Lane Johnson on the other side, who's who was definitely a pro ball snub. Um, you know he's still he's still killing it over there. Uh, Jason Kelsey, I mean, obviously is a stud pro bowler again, you know, going to be an all pro um, again this year. So, 
yeah, man, uh, I'm just, I've been really impressed with the offensive line. I've been really impressed with just the run game in general. And, um, I mean, I've, I've been impressed with Dallas Goddard too. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, you know, since the, since the arch trade, uh, you know, it took him a few weeks to get, to get those number one tight end jitters out of him. But he's, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts trusts him and, and Dallas Goddard has played really well. Well, on to the next game. Uh, do you even consider this a must win? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a must win. Well, I mean, we're already in, you know, uh, it's just a matter of where we're, where we're at and who we're playing. So um, if Nick Sirianni decides that he doesn't want to play the starters, then that's fine with me. I mean, it's most likely Tampa Bay, but it could be. <laughs> There's just so much of a variable. Yeah. Um, I honestly think a matchup with the Rams would be fine. We tend to do well against them. Yeah. I don't know why, but. I mean, to be honest with you, man, we could beat any of these teams. I I really believe it. I mean. We could also get blown out by any of these teams. Well, that's true, too. We definitely could. But, you know, as long as we, if we can run the ball effectively, you know, Jalen Hurts can make, can make things happen with his legs and his arm. If, if Jalen Hurts doesn't you know, come out and play like the, like the first Giants game, then, you know, if he does that, we're, we're 100% losing. But, um, you know, if he can if he can make plays with his legs and his arm, if we can run the ball effectively, if we can limit Tom Brady, you know, I know Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's not – you can't really stop him. But, um, you know, they're, they're – Chris Godwin's out for the year. Antonio Brown just got cut. You know, they really only have – they have Mike Evans, and then that's really it at wide receiver. So, you know, their receiving core has kind of been changed a lot the last couple of weeks. Um, and if you can, and Leonard Fournette is actually is out too. I don't know if he's going to be back for the playoffs. I'm not sure about that yet, but if he is, you know, I mean, they're injured, you know, right now. So the Eagles could take advantage of that. A W is a W when you look at it and it uh, injuries happen. It's part of the game. Yep. And, and the Buccaneers have a few of them right now. So we could take advantage of that. And like I said, if we run the ball effectively, um, you know, we, we, and then if the defense can stop the run and limit Tom Brady, I know, again, I know it's Tom Brady and all that, but I mean, there is definitely a possibility where we could win. Honestly, I know, I know it's crazy to say, but after we're done, our Eagles talk, remind me to circle back to Antonio Brown, because we have yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, that was a, that was a wild one. I, I do want to say, and you know, I don't know if you agree with me here. There's one play I look back at that I think saved the season for the Eagles. When the Eagles were playing the Giants and Jalen Hurts threw it to Dallas Goddard. And Dallas Goddard stripped the ball away. That was about to be intercepted. Yeah. That saved the season. Because I'll I'll be honest with you, if that interception happened... There was a pretty good chance that I think Jalen Hurts might have been benched at half. Because he wasn't playing well that entire game, but then he came out, and I don't know what happened. Yeah. But he stepped it up. Yeah, man. I I don't know if he was going to be benched. I think they probably would have done the same thing and just try to make adjustments. And, you know, um, I think they still would have won that game either way. Um, now, that was the Giants game, right? That was the second. That was the second Giants game where we blew them out. Yes, this, yes. 
yeah, yeah. So um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he would have gotten benched. I think that would be a little too harsh. Um, but they, I mean, listen, man, they, they, I mean, they, whatever adjustments they made, it clearly worked. And I mean, they, they just didn't take their foot off the gas pedal in the second half. So whatever they did, man, it worked. And that's the thing though. They got, they got to, you know, if, if they want to make a run here in the playoffs, they, they can't be off to these slow starts like they have in the past couple games. So since the flower speech, the Eagles went seven and two. <laughs> it, is Nick Sirianni a low-key genius? I mean, listen, I think, you know, the, the, the schedule definitely lightened up, the, you know, halfway through the season, uh, which is, you know, it's fine. Um, but he just made adjustments, man. I mean, he he knows what he's working with. You know, he 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 realized what wasn't working and he and he made the necessary adjustments and, and, and it worked out for us, man. I mean, you know, the entire fan base was telling him to run the ball and he did, you know, and, and it worked. So I think he just stuck with what, what worked, you know, threw away what didn't. And, you know, now here we are. And football conversation just to round off football. I have never in my life seen what I have ever what just happened with Antonio Brown. I never would have expected it to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. Here's what I'll say. I think I think Antonio Brown. There's something not right with him. You know, I think he's very. I don't know. I just think. I mean, apparently the story is Bruce Arians told him to go in the game. Antonio Brown said no, and Bruce Arians said, "All right, leave," and he did. Now, another report came out that said Antonio Brown said that he didn't feel like his ankle was good enough to go out there. And I guess they had him play, and he's saying that he didn't feel comfortable going back out there, and they told him, well, leave. Same thing. That's Yeah, but, I mean, he played the week before, too. Like, I know he was out for a couple weeks with the ankle. He missed, what, Thursday, Friday? I don't I don't really know the details of it, but. I mean, but well, going off of that, he wasn't officially cut. Oh, really? No, they didn't waive him in time for the window today. Oh, okay. So I guess he's still technically with the team, but he's not. I mean, I don't think he's going to play. Right. Oh. No, no, no. I, th- I think they have to work with the NFL on that one. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know the details. Um, just the fact that that was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen during a game. <laughs> Uh, definitely up there with um, I, I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago. Um, I think uh, Vontae Davis retired at, at halftime. Yeah, uh, when he played for the Bills, um, that which was you know obviously weird and strange. But I don't know, like during a game that you actually could see, that's probably that's probably one of the weirdest things I've seen. Uh, I mean, dude, you know, took his jersey off, threw it up, threw it, and then took his shirt off, threw it up in the stands. And then walked off on the field, mind you, while the game was happening, and then walked in the locker room. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know what was said. Um, you know, there's reports, but I just think Antonio Brown, uh, he's just not. I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't think he's really fit to play in the NFL anymore. Um, just too many. Just too many things that have happened to him 
in the last few years, you know, the, the whole, you know, how things ended in Pittsburgh and then he went to the Raiders and how everything happened there. And then he went to the Patriots, played one game, got cut. So I don't know. I just think he's, he, he definitely needs some kind of, I don't want to say help, but guidance, if you will. I don't know. I don't you know. know. What I don't know, but definitely a weird situation for sure. Definitely. Well, I think that about rounds out our football conversation. Which go birds? Go birds. We're in, baby. Did not think I would be saying that this year. We're in the dance. Well, let's see how it goes. We will Buckle see. up. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild ride. Um, do do we want to talk Sixers? Um, like no. Do we have to talk Sixers? Um. Yeah. No, I guess. I don't. I hate COVID, man. It's bad right now. Stupid. Everyone's getting COVID. Are they not vaxxed? What's the deal? No, the new variant's not uh, it, to break through. It doesn't, the vaccine doesn't work on it. Get I mean, your booster, guys. Just get it. People with the booster are getting it. I know, but like, it just, it just helps. Just trust me. Like, even if you do get it, the symptoms are way, like, way less. I don't know. Just, man, just get it, man. If you're thinking about getting it, get it. If you're, if you're like, scared to get it, you know, I know people react differently, but it, it'll be worth it in the long run, all right? Just, it, it, it literally only helps you, literally. All right, I apologize. I for my tangent. I just don't know. I, I I'm, just, I I'm, I'm sick of it, man. Matisse Thibault is back in health and safety protocols, and he had it like two weeks ago. Huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a we, we just can't, we can't get healthy. I mean, every every day it's something else with with the Sixers. And don't even get me started on Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know, Ben Simmons got engaged. Yeah, I know, I know. Congrats, all right. I will say it. Yeah, congrats on the engagement. Now, um, could you could you play? Could you play or just or get traded? You know, one of the two. Just please. Like, why throw away one of your prime seasons? Dude's 25 years old. 25. Like, the definition of prime. I'm pretty sure 25 is a prime number. Or no, it's not. Never mind. It's not, no. Not, yeah, I'm an idiot. All right. Well, let's, let's forget that happened. Um. <laughs> In sports, it is. 
Yeah, I just, I mean, because, yeah, five times five. So, all right, we're, we're forgetting. We'll move on. Uh, you're good. Uh, I don't. All right, you know what? What, what do you even say? Joel Embiid is hot. Yeah, no, he's really He's so good. But, like, going back to it, like, I don't want to waste Joel's prime just because someone doesn't want to play. Well, we are. We are. Thanks a lot, Ben. You're not only wasting (sighs) your prime, but you're wasting Joel Embiid's prime. I said, you know, Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey got up at a press conference and Joel Embiid called him trash to his face and he laughed it off. Yeah. That's like, and then, and then wait, and then Tyrese Maxey actually played well. And Joel Embiid was like, you see what happens when you shoot a three. And that, that was the game where he hit five threes. Remember? Yep. So yeah. Tyrese Maxey literally took criticism and played well and then was rewarded. While he was laughing, he said, yo, I airballed twice. <laughs> so, And then comes back and it's five threes. That's what I'm saying. Tyrus Maxey, it, first of all, he's 20 years old and was like, yeah, I played poorly. I should come out next game and play really well. And he did. And they beat the Nets. That's what you should be doing, Ben. Well, I mean, right now the Sixers are at 19 and 16. Not the end of the world, but not going to get you the number one seed for sure. No, nah, I think they're like the f- five or six or somewhere in there right now. They're the sixth. Yeah. So they are behind Cleveland. By one yeah, Cleveland. I mean, I don't know if Cleveland's going to be able to sustain that. I don't think, I don't know if Chicago is going to be able to sustain. I know they played really well. Um, Chicago's been low-key, like, where'd they come from? Yeah, well, I mean, yes. I mean, DeMar DeRozan's played really well for them. Two uh, buzzer beaters. Two buzzer beaters, like, in a row, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, but they played really well. I don't know if, I mean, they could, I don't know. They could sustain that, we'll see. But, I mean, definitely not Cleveland. I don't think they can sustain what they're doing right now. But um, I think Brooklyn and Milwaukee are the two teams that, yeah, are undoubtedly the best teams in the division. For sure. A conference, rather. I think um, Miami. The Heat, I think, are pretty good, too. They're pretty solid. If Chicago and Cleveland. If Chicago can keep it up, I mean, good for them. They haven't been great in a long time, so. Yeah. I don't really have any hatred towards them. Yeah, I think Cleveland. I don't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. if. I mean, we could definitely overtake Cleveland for sure. We could t- overtake Chicago, um, but yeah, I think I think Milwaukee and Brooklyn right now are still the top two teams right now. I think the Sixers are probably three, if I'm being honest. And then, you know, it's, it's close between the Sixers and Miami, and um, I mean, Atlanta's played really poorly. I think they've been killed with injuries though, and and COVID stuff too. So I don't know. It's it's, it's been a weird year for the NBA, honestly. Um, the Lakers are bad. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, the Warriors are borderline unstoppable without Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson's probably coming back soon, so they're probably gonna win the championship again. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, we'll see. But 
I will say Joel Embiid's playing unbelievably well right now. He is very hot. Um, so, I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, Tobias Harris. Oh, let's talk about that. No, I don't want to. He's not. I'm he, out. He's not playing well at all. Tobias. What last year? Was that just a fluke? I'm out. I'm out, Tobias. You're out? I'm out. Oh, man. Uh, here's the deal. All right. I'm not out. I'm being overdramatic here. If we can get a number two scorer on this team, Tobias is a fine third option. But the fact that we're paying him a max contract to be a third guy shouldn't be the case. I really hate the argument, too, where they're like, oh, we chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. That's not really no, what happened. Didn't. No, we chose Jimmy Butler, and he didn't want to be here because Brett Brown. Brown. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Ben Simmons wanted Brett Brown, and Jimmy Butler didn't like Brett Brown. But we went with Brett Brown and Ben Simmons, and now look where we are. Yep. I will say Doc Rivers' press conferences have become much more entertaining. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he told Keith Pompey that he one of his questions was a dumbass question. Yeah. That's usually how it goes with Keith, Keith Pompey. Well, you know, Frankfurt guy can't really uh, can't really hate on a Philly guy, but he does get roasted a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he asks really. I just ask weird questions. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's how you get big. I guess I don't know. All right, no, I, I like Keith Pompey. He's he's pretty good in my book. I mean, here we are, you know, talking on a podcast getting like five listeners a week so you know yeah 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 yeah. um yeah i don't know well f ben simmons all right all right enough but congrats on the engagement though yeah yeah yeah. congrats on that she is i mean i'm just saying she's hot yeah i mean like she's really hot there you have it so well, I don't know if this saga is ever going to be solved. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get traded this year. I don't, yeah, I don't either. He's not going to get traded this year. Definitely not. Yeah. I straight uh, up. Uh, unless something huge ha- – like, unless a huge star is like, I want out, I just don't, I don't see it happening. And a John Wall is not that guy. I don't want John to – No, you're, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Uh, now, Dame Lillard – yeah, but that's not Brett, happening. Because the Blazers are, they suck. That's not going to happen. So, Dave, you know, if you're listening, which you're not, but if you are, which you're not, but if you are. He's not considering it. We can, we can, we can make something happen. <sighs> Man. Never say never. Whatever. Justin Bieber told me that one. I'm disappointed in you. 
yeah, I'm disappointed in myself, honestly. Uh, baseball's still locked out, and I haven't watched a lick of hockey, so I think we've reached our destination for the day. Yeah. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com where you can find all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can find us on Anchor there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're most likely there. If we're not, shoot us an email at phlbandwagon at gmail.com and let us know. You can also shoot us in mailbox requests if you have any questions that you want us to ask on the podcast. If you want us to talk about anything, it's phlbandwagon at gmail.com. We do read through um, and we do try to incorporate things that are brought to our attention. Um, you got a Twitter, uh, you got your Twitter name on there and you want us to share it? Sure, we're happy to. Uh, we really like in, uh, engaging with the community, especially the Philly sports community. Um, on Twitter, you can follow us at the PHL Bandwagon. We share polls every week. At least we try to. Uh, it's been the holidays lately, so we've been busy. Busy. You can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. You can find us on Facebook at the PHL Bandwagon. You, you can, you know, buy TBW merch. At the wag shop. Do you have anything else to add, Chip? Instagram. It's it's soon. Soon, right? Yeah, you know, Instagram's coming. It's yeah, for sure. Definitely. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No sure. doubt. Yeah, we we gotta make one, right? Right. I mean, like, yeah, right. Yeah, the, the more social media presence, the better, right? Right. I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. Yeah. It works. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. Uh, not probably. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Well. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Probably not, though. Yeah, pr- maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not, though. I think at one point we said that uh, we're as likely to make an Instagram as the Eagles are to make the playoffs, so I, mean, I think we have to change that philosophy. You know what? I, no, I changed that. I'll we'll like we're, we're as likely to make an Instagram as the Phillies are to make the playoffs this year coming up. This year coming up, yeah. Okay. You, well, if, you, if if it even happens. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So. Well, we've reached your destination. We'll see you at the next stop. Go birds. Let's go birds. Go birds. I heard you love Ben Simmons, Chip. I hate you. Favorite person in the world. Is he? He was. I heard your, I heard your favorite person is Edgar Nares. Yeah, you know, I think uh, think you liking Ben Simmons that much. Mm. Big old uh, Ben Simmons apologist. Am I? Yes. I mean... He has a hot fiance, so. In your past life, you were, you were the biggest apologist. Yeah, well, he actually played for the Sixers, but now he doesn't, so. That's true. <laughs>